welcome back to uh, f- football uh, talk uh, slash update with uh, Andy and Robin. And I am, yeah, and this is Robin. Uh, so yeah, it's a very very great draft. I think probably one of the most craziest drafts I've seen in the, the past ten fifteen years, Robin. Yeah, um, you know, not as much movement up top, at least you know to start off the draft. But then once it got to pick number three with Arizona moving up. And then later, Detroit at six. And then maybe expected one or two more trades, which we didn't get, although Buffalo did make one, which we'll talk about them at some point. But, um, yeah, there's definitely, like, a, if you made mock drafts, you probably, like, threw them out, like, three or four picks in because you were like, well, this went completely differently than I expected. Absolutely. So we're going to go through uh, each uh uh, each division talk about uh, mm-hmm. you know the different drafts for each team and kind of figure like a way too early prediction of what we think the division will be like for next season. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, there's some big news that happened around the team as well. We might mention. Speaking of which, obviously later on the uh, mm-hmm. the final signing of Aaron Rodgers. It mm-hmm. seems like it's yeah. been like years. Mm-hmm. Only it's, it's only been a month, but it feels yeah. like it's been a whole whole season. But that's finally done. But uh, Robin's going to lead us today. And uh, uh, Robin, which di- which division do you want to start off with? Uh, we can start off with the um, AFC East. Um, so so we go to the Buffalo pick. Um, they moved up from 27 to 25 for Dalton Kincaid. Um, gave up a fourth round to do so. Um, the tight end from Utah. They get Osiris Torrance at guard um, from Florida. Um, linebacker Dorian Williams from Tulane, wide receiver Justin Shorter from Florida in the fifth round, and in the seventh round, um, guard Nick Broker from Ole Miss, and cornerback Alex Austin from uh, Oregon State. To the Jets, they um, swapped a first rounder 13 to 15 with the Packers, and then gave up a 2024 conditional second rounder that would be a first rounder if Aaron Rodgers plays 65 percent of the snaps for again Aaron Rodgers Joe Tipman the second round pick out of uh, Wisconsin center Carter Warren offensive tackle from Pittsburgh and then another Pittsburgh player running back Israel Abanacanda linebacker Zaire Barnes from Penn State Jarek Bernard Converse from LSU and then tight end cornerback from LSU and then tight end Zach Kuntz from Old Dominion the Dolphins they had a smaller draft with only four picks, cornerback Cam Smith in the second round from South Carolina, running back Devin A. Chain from Texas A&M in the third, sixth rounder Elijah Higgins, tight end from Stanford, uh, seventh rounder offensive tackle um, Ryan Hayes. And then the New England Patriots, they had a wealth of draft picks. Um, cornerback Christian Gonzalez, they trade from 14 down to 17 and still get a guy that was one of the high-rate corners in the draft. Um, second round, defensive end, Keon White from Georgia Tech. Marte Mapu in the third round, safety from Sacramento State. Jake Andrews, guard from Troy. Kicker Chad Ryland from Maryland. Um, City Sal, guard from Eastern Michigan. Those were their three fourth-round picks. A fifth-rounder offensive lineman, Antonio Mafi from UCLA. Sixth round, wide receiver Kayshawn Booty from LSU. Punter Bryce Berenger from Michigan State in the sixth. Um, another sixth round pick, two more. Demario Douglas, receiver from Liberty. Cornerback Amir Speed 
from Michigan State, and then the seventh round cornerback Isaiah Bolden from uh, Jackson State. So, um, you know, the big news obviously the Aaron Rodgers move, and the Jets were seven and ten last year, but they had you know before injuries with Elijah Tucker and Brees Hall. Um, they were looking like a pretty um, good team, but then the quarterback position as a whole, especially with Zach Wilson, just didn't um, measure up to what the rest of the team was doing, and they kind of collapsed down the stretch as a result. But what do you think of them? Do you think they've moved up to be the number two team in the AFC East? I am looking at the Jets' team right now. Like they're, mm. they're building it to be a perfect kind of Aaron Rodgers kind of team because mm. I, the way it's not going to be like a superpower Aaron Rodgers offense, but there's enough pieces that he can do pretty mm. darn well and on top of that, Robert Sala is going to be the genius, is the genius behind that defense, and mm-hmm. I'd say he's he's improved his defense pretty well yeah. in this draft as well. So it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's I think I think it's going to be close between oh you know now I honestly it's like a flip of the coin right here. Mm-hmm. I think they could be. I, I think the Bills are still the clear cut number one. Mm-hmm. But you can make a case for each team, the other teams, the Patriots, the, the mm-hmm. Dolphin, the Dolphins, to be second place, just because you know they they the Dolphins got Vic Vangio on defense, mm-hmm. you know, and McDaniel's has you know uh, with Tua he has uh, uh, Hill and Waddle, mm-hmm. and what what the Patriots have done, even though they don't really have a sexy offense, they have a lot of really mm-hmm. solid players, mm-hmm. and. Mac Jones plays better as a managing kind of person. So I, I've always said this, dude. Uh, Pal, uh, Pal, that's, well, that's why I call him. But Belichick is Palpatine. Like yeah. he's just he's. I figured he he knew it could take him a few years, but he's just quietly building his team up again. But uh, it's going to be a very exciting year for for the AFCs because I I think every team can beat every team, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they can finally. I don't. I don't think they'll win the division. I still think it's going to go to the Bills, who I do want mm. to mention in a moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I could. I could easily see them being the number two team. Yeah. Yeah. So. And and and, and I do want to see for the Packers yeah. part. They 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 did great from this from mm. this trade because I mean, come on, like unless he gets injured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to play sixty five percent of the snaps. Yeah. That being said, though, on the flip side, on the Jets side, that's a nice insurance policy. Mm. Of like, hey, if something happens, he does get injured. We don't mm. want to be shot in the foot. So I, th- yeah. I think it was a. I guess I'll have to say it was a mutually beneficial draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then between you know bringing Rodgers and that then Lazard beforehand, but you know you would assume it was kind of a package deal. And now Randall Cobb brought in. Um, it is kind of look looking like green bay east but you know they are setting up to be pretty decent but i do like you said feel like buffalo um you know they still have the most explosive players in that division with Diggs and well you know tyree kill and miami and Jalen waddle but the combination of allen and Diggs gives you the most explosive offense but they feel like they decided let's be a tougher football team let's get tight end that can win in the middle of the field let's put another tight end on the field with knock so that when teams want to go nickel we'll be like oh, okay we got like a receiver tight end who can you know either beat your nickel 
be bigger than your nickel or, you know, block your nickel corner and then make you make a decision on defense. But that's overall how I felt about their draft. But what do you think? Uh, I was really happy mm. to talk about the Bills draft. I think they, my opinion, they had the best draft mm. out of the other teams in the East. Just mm. because, even though they have the least amount of picks now, and here's the thing, they started with six picks. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Bean is a mad scientist when it comes mm-hmm. to GMing because he's moved up, he moved back, he's got like he got two extra picks for next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is just is just just insane. But every pick, I really think, hit on something they need. Mm-hmm. They needed a weapon for Josh, that very yeah. solid weapon. Dalton Kincaid is basically a, a glorified. Not, not glor- I'm not trying to de- de- mm. uh, demoralize him, I should say. I'm saying, yeah. even though mm. he's a tight end, he's basically a solid, really good receiver. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. And mm. I, before I move to the other players, I do want to say, there was a lot of Bills fans I saw you know, complaining about why didn't we move up to get one of those like three or four receivers. Well, mm. they couldn't move up because all those teams wanted those receivers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this, this, was, uh, this was the best option. It was a and we lost to fourth, but you know I'll take it. You know, you know it's like an equivalent exchange. You know, mm. I'm a, I'm an anime fan, so mm. sometimes I do things from anime. But like you know, it's worth it to move up for a solid player. I'll give yeah. up a draft pick in the later round. And Osiris Torrance, a uh, great guard. You know, we need yeah. more protection for Josh. Uh, Dorian Williams was a solid like. You know, you know, great potential there, but you know, it's a third round pick, so it's mm-hmm. not a huge bust if he doesn't work out. But I think yeah. he can. No one's going to completely replace Tremaine, but he, yeah. he will do it. Be a very nice compliment. Justin Shorter, uh, from what I've been hearing from all the players, he has the potential to be a, a huge time receiver. Yeah, but again, mm-hmm. it's he's like he's like Josh. He just mm-hmm. needs like a year or two to kind of develop. But, but worst case scenario is just a fifth rounder. Uh, Nick Broker, you know, mm-hmm. another guard, you know, that's solid. And uh, and we got an extra quarterback for insurance, Alex Austin. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really dig the draft. And I love what Brandon said. Like, they're not going to rule out signing extra play, like another player yeah. if they need it. So uh, this might be me just be super hopeful, but I, I'm going to be pounding the table for the DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. things to happen because I, I still think it has to play mm-hmm. in some way because the Cardinals are, if you look, the Cardinals are really loading up for next year's draft. Yeah. So I, I have a feeling that Hopkins is going to get traded sometime before the beginning of the next season. So mm-hmm. I, I think if, if, they, if, if he can do it, I'm sure Bean would. I, I I just want to say I'd be all for it. Just you, mm. we really need to win a ring because mm. the last thing I want to say before we move on to the other divisions is I, it's great and all building the drafts for the future and all that stuff. But like mm. we're a team really primed for now, and yeah. uh, I've said it before from a doc, the, the bill comes due. Like Pagula mm. really wants a return on his vet investment soon, so we gotta mm. you know just. Over, overload the offense and get power through, but you know that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think it's always going to be an option, but and I feel like the Cardinals have we'll touch on them there, but they're maybe being very stubborn about wanting the most for it. But um, but overall, yeah, I do think, like you said, it is so far Buffalo's division, but it is going to be a little bit more competitive. 
Um, and then you can tell me what next division you're feeling. I think it was the NFC East, right? Oh God. If we, if we want to talk mm. about how <laughs> art, it's funny how both these dimensions now mirror, mirror each yeah. other. Like, mm. like 10 years ago, it was, you. well, it's weird. Even mm. the, 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 the NFC East, as we know, every other year, there's another team on mm. top of the East. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, sometimes not even the better team in that division would win. Because for the longest yeah. time, it was kind of the Cowboys are their best, like how the Patriots were. Mm-hmm. But now most of the teams are kind of getting really solid now. Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, like the cow- all, uh, with the exception of the Commanders, because the mm-hmm. Commanders in a, are in a huge state of flux. Because you know they're yeah. potentially about to sell a team, so they, they they didn't really have a super stellar draft. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. That's the only team I that's I can almost guarantee it'll be the last place in the league because again this is mm. a huge transition year for them. But uh, I'll, I'll have you go through them. But it, it feels mm. like the the Cowboys, uh, the the Eagles, and the Giants had salad drafts. Yeah. Before I, I do want to say, speaking of the Cowboys, the last mm. thing I forgot to mention about the uh, the Dalton Kincaid trade mm. is it just. A little, there's this icing on the cake to <laughs> screw over the Cowboys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Even though I was a toddler for those two Super Bowls, that's still like a double mm. middle finger. And yeah. <laughs> any Bills fans listening, uh, they actually made an extra excerpt of the interview. Uh, Brandon Bean was on Rich Eisen's yeah. show, and he mentioned moving up on the Cowboys. And mm. uh, one of Rich Eisen's crew is a diehard Cowboys fan, and Rich just looks over to him. When, mm. when when Brandon's talking about it, and the the camera operator is a Bills fan, and he, mm-hmm. he pans to the the guy, so that, that that's just hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, but just uh, just a little salty Bills fan, but yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I hear you. Two <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Eagles, who won the NFC, won the NFC East. They started off getting um, at ten, and maybe hoping for. Bijan or Jalen Carter, and one of them falls to number nine. They trade a future four to get him. He was maybe the best player in the draft before character concerns came up. Um, Nolan Smith, defensive end from Georgia. So they were loading up on Georgia Bulldogs with those two, N'Kobe Dean and Jordan Davis from last year. Tyler Steen, offensive tackle and guard from Bama in the third round. Um, Sidney Brown, safety from Illinois. Um, they trade a future number three for Keeley Ringo, a cornerback out of Georgia, so another Bulldog there. Um, Tanner McKee, quarterback from Stanford. And then in the sixth round and then in the seventh round, Moro Ojomo from uh, Texas, the defense alignment. So the Eagles, like usual, loading up on um, the offensive and defensive lines. Uh, the Cowboys, they were second in the division. They get Mozzie Smith at number 26. They get a tight end, uh, Luke Schoonmaker, in the second round um, from Michigan. Linebacker Demarion Overshone from uh, Texas in the third round. Defensive end Vilami Fahoku from San Jose State in the fourth. Fifth round, Asim Richards, offensive tackle from North Carolina in the fifth round. And then in the, excuse me, in the seventh round, they added another just had that player up hold on yep they added a uh, wide receiver Jalen Brooks from uh, South Carolina in the seventh round and then another s- 
two six-round picks, uh, Eric Scott, cornerback from Southern Mississippi, and then one of the better moments was Deuce Vaughn, um, the 5'5 running back from Kansas State, who's one of the more fun players to watch just because he's a small player, but he makes so many moves in the open field. His dad was a scout for the um, Cowboys and is a scout for the Cowboys, and uh, um, they drafted his kid, but whenever they like talked about Deuce Vaughn as a prospect, the dad would have to leave the room so but once they picked him he got to call his own kid say hey do you want to go to work with dad and it was you know great emotional moment along with all you know those calls to prospects um going to the new york giants the giants um traded up one spot um from 25 to 24 to get cornerback deontay banks from maryland center john michael schmitz from minnesota in the second round uh, trade up in the third round to get wide receiver Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. Uh, fifth round running back Eric Gray from Oklahoma. Safety Trey Hawkins in the sixth round from Old Dominion. And then two seventh rounders, Jordan Riley, defensive tackle from Oregon. And safety Javarius Owens from Houston. And the Washington Commanders now with new ownership with Josh Harris and uh, Magic Johnson or a group with those two. Um, their first round pick was cornerback Emmanuel Forbes, um, safety slash corner to Tervius Martin in the second, Ricky Stromberg, um, center from Arkansas in the third, Brain Daniels, offensive tackle from Utah in the fourth, KJ Henry, fifth round pick from uh, Clemson, defensive end, uh, running back Chris Rodriguez in the sixth round from Kentucky, and then seventh round linebacker Andre Jones. So those are all the picks in the NFC East. Um, there was three playoff teams, and then the commanders were eight and nine last year and had their moments. Um, do you feel like anything's changed in the division? It, I, I just mm. want to say I'm beyond mm. – and, and, and since he's also mm. a Buffalo native and all, but also our former coordinator mm. – um, I'm just admitting just it's hats off to, you know, Brian Dable for what he's done with yeah. the Giants. You know, they've mm-hmm. turned into a solid, solid team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have improved. They have improved quite a bit with this draft. And, and the Cowboys, they're, you know, I never, even though mm-hmm. I will still think they always lack something that will yeah. get them to the edge. They're always a solid, you know, they're the Cowboys. They always will be a pretty damn good team. Mm-hmm. But the Eagles, I can't believe it, have gotten even better with this draft. Oh like, my gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like what that GM has done with mm-hmm. last year. You were in the Super Bowl and you had a top ten pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, and if I remember, and the two players they got were both like, like incredible players, and mm-hmm. and there's also the mentioning how. Uh, how the team will have the Eagles will have like a wing and <laughs> with the Bulldogs of how many Bulldogs yeah. they've been drafting yeah. and, and and the Bills have drafted a couple Bulldogs as well mm. in the past couple of years so th- this is this might be the first time in 18 years well though that I think mm. the NFC East will have a back-to-back uh, division champion yeah yeah I'm feeling that way too yeah um, I'm sure I'm sure the Giants and the Cowboys might get a win here or there in mm. just because, you know, it's, it's, again, it's division games, but it's it's still the Eagles division. But I still think mm. the Cowboys and E-Giants can make the playoffs. Commanders, you need time to grow, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, next division, do we want to do AFC West? Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's go with the West. Okay, yeah. so the Chiefs, um, Super Bowl, defending Super Bowl champs, they took with the last pick in the first round, Felix Anuduke Uzama, defensive end from Kansas State. Second round, they trade up a bit to get wide receiver Rasheed Rice from SMU. Offensive tackle Wanya Morris, they trade a little bit up in the third round to get from Oklahoma. Fourth round, cornerback Chamari Connor um, from Virginia Tech. Um, fifth rounder, B.J. Thompson, defensive end from Stephen F. Austin. Sixth round, they get Keandre Coburn from Texas. And then the seventh, Nick Jones from Ball State um, at corner. Uh, the Chargers, who were in the playoffs last year, and we're second in the division. Um, they get wide receiver Quentin Johnston from TCU. Uh, defensive end Tuli Tui Palotu from uh, USC. Linebacker Diane Henley from uh, Washington State. Fourth round Darius Davis, wide receiver TCU. Um, fifth round Jordan McFadden, offensive tackle Clemson. Sixth round Scott Matlock, defensive tackle from Boise State. And the seventh round... Um, Max Duggan from TCU. So TCU's top two receivers and top quarterback from last year's team that went to the national title going to the Chargers. Um, the Raiders. Raiders, their first pick was um, Tyree Wilson, um, number seven overall, defensive end from uh, Texas Tech. Uh, second round, they trade up a few spots to get Tight end Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. Uh, third round, defensive line Byron Young from Alabama. Uh, late third round, um, they get a pick from Kansas City uh, for wide receiver Trey Tucker. Um, fourth round, cornerback Ja'Carrion Bennett from Maryland. Quarterback Aiden McConnell from Purdue. Fifth round, Christopher Smith, safety from Georgia. Um, sixth round, linebacker Amari Burney from Florida. Seventh round, uh, defensive tackle Nesta Jade Silvera from, uh, I believe it was Kansas State. And then the Broncos, um, their draft, um, they didn't pick until, um, have a pick until the early third round, but they trade for the last pick in the second round. Wide receiver Marvin Mims from Oklahoma. Third round, uh, linebacker Drew Sanders from Arkansas, cornerback Riley Moss from Iowa, and then the sixth um, linebacker, excuse me, safety, uh, J.L. Skinner from Boise State. So that is the West. Um, the Chiefs, you know, year after year are the class of that division. We thought last year that the teams in that division with all the free agency moves would have made it a bigger, tougher challenge for the Chiefs, especially with no Tyree Kill, but that didn't. Um, come to pass at all. Do we think those AFC West teams have done anything to close the gap at all? Well, here's here's what happened with those mm. you know with those teams. In my opinion, mm. um, you know, with with the Chargers, mm. they almost beat them the Chiefs twice. Yeah. If you remember, it was that first game on Thursday night mm. uh, earlier in the year where, um, where uh, excuse me. Um, Oh, just I'm sorry, having a brain fart today, guys. Uh, Justin Herbert yeah. kind of uh, was it was it, I remember it was like a minor fracture of the ribs or something. Yeah, like that, yeah. Or some mm-hmm. Cartilage, and that that will put you down. And, I, and mm-hmm. then both his receivers went down for a while. Yeah. 
So I think they're going to be a lot better this year. They got they got the uh, coordinator from the Cowboys, mm-hmm. to be Kellen the Moore. Yeah. They got a very solid re- first round receiver. So I think they can once again kind of trade wins with uh, Kansas City. So I think there could be a contender there uh, with the Broncos. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how how uh, Russell Wilson and, mm-hmm. and Sean Payton are going yeah. to work. But I, I will say this: even though Russell was sloppy last year, I mm-hmm. looking after when when um, when uh, who was the I'm sorry who was the uh, head coach that was uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Hackett, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I, I've said You're it before. Good. I'm sure he's going to be a great <laughs> coordinator with Rodgers, but. He was a hack. I, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. to say that. I mean, you needed mm. someone to tell you how to operate yeah. time management. And mm. you look look what happened when he left. Yeah. Like, mm. Russell played, like, mm. l- way better. Yeah. So, I, I don't know if they could – anything is possible. I think there's a better chance that mm. – maybe there's a chance that one of them could upset the Chiefs to take the division. Mm. I don't think it'll happen, but I do think each – both the Broncos and the Chargers can get a win over yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah. I be I would say the the Chargers a little bit more just because they yeah. have a lot some more defensive pieces and they got just that that offensive receiver is just on fire. Yeah. Uh, with the Raiders, uh, I, I'm still say McDaniel's is, mm. is a snake is mm. just it's just he really and again you know. Mm-hmm. I kind of get why they went with him, you know, yeah. the flashy choice. But mm-hmm. I mean, they have Devontae Adams and some good players. Uh, they did get rid of one of their best, their tight end piece, which I still don't get. But mm-hmm. they're they're going to be the Raiders. They'll either be a bust or boom. But mm-hmm. I think a little more bust this year yeah. because mm-hmm. McDaniel's is is the head coach. I've said it before. I'll say it again. They backed the wrong horse. They should have gone with the uh, the interim head coach who just brought that team together two years ago. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. that that that's that would have been the perfect kind of Raiders team. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. But yeah. but uh, yeah, so it's it's going to be the Chiefs division. So okay. I think, yeah, uh, I agree with that. I do think Mayor Michael Mayer from Notre Dame, as a Notre Dame fan, I do think he will be. You know, not, you know, Darren Waller, but I think he'll be a pretty good impact player and maybe a better fit for what they do um, offensively with the tight end, more of a, um inline player. But next division, the NFC West, uh, the 49ers, they had a ton of draft picks, but um, there weren't really any until the third round. Three of them in third round, safety Jerry Brown from Penn State. Kicker, the first kicker in the draft, uh, Jake Moody. Uh, from Michigan, tight end Cam Latu from Alabama. In the fifth round, they got cornerback Daryl Luter from South Alabama, defensive end Robert Beal from Georgia, sixth round linebacker D. Winters from TCU, seventh round Brain Willis, tight end from Oklahoma, wide receiver Ronnie Bell from Michigan, and linebacker Jalen Graham from Purdue, the Seattle Seahawks, and they um, recently signed wide receiver Willie Sneed to a one-year deal. The 49ers, the Seattle Seahawks, they had a the number five pick from the Russell Wilson trade. They took cornerback Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. Um, with the 20th pick, they took wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigma from Ohio State. They had two second rounders, one from the 
Broncos, which they used for defensive end Derek Hall from Auburn. Um, then the other one, running back Zach Charbonnet from UCLA. Um, offensive lineman Anthony Bradford from LSU. Uh, defensive lineman Cameron Young from Mississippi State. Those were their two fourth rounders. In the fifth round, they got defensive end Mike Morris from Michigan and then center Ulisugan Uluwatami from Michigan as well. Sixth round, safety Jarek Reed from New Mexico. And the seventh round, uh, running back Kenny McIntosh um, from Georgia, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, They did not pick until the second round because their draft went to, um, what is it? Their draft um, first round pick went to the Detroit Lions. So it's part of the Matt Stafford trade. So with the 36th pick in the second round, they got guard Steve Avila from TCU. Third round picks were Byron Young, uh, Edge from Tennessee, defensive tackle Kobe Turner from Wake Forest. Fourth round, they took Stetson Bennett from Georgia, the quarterback that won two back-to-back national titles. Uh, Fifth round, Edge, um, Nick Hampton from Appalachian State. Offensive tackle Warren McClendon from Georgia. Tight end Davis Allen from Clemson. And then wide receiver Puka Nakua from BYU, all those were fifth round picks. In the sixth round, they got cornerback Treve- Tre- excuse me, Trevius Hodges Tomlinson from TCU, defensive end Oshan Mathis from Nebraska, Zach Evans, the running back out of Ole Miss. Those were their sixth round picks. And then the seventh round, punter Ethan Evans from Wingate, safety Jason Taylor from Oklahoma State, and then defensive end Des Juan Johnson from Toledo. I believe that was the Mr. Relevant um, last pick in the NFL draft. And then last in the NFC West standings was the Arizona Cardinals. Um, they traded the number three pick to Houston for 2024 first rounder and also an early second rounder. Um, so, And then they traded from 12 to 6 to get offense tackle Paris Johnson they trade down from number 33 in the second round and number 41 in the second round with Tennessee, who trade up for Will Levis. Um, the Cardinals take defensive end B.J. Ojolari from LSU. Third round, um, Garrett Williams, cornerback from Syracuse, and wide receiver Michael Wilson from Stanford. And uh, defensive lineman in the fourth round, John Gaines from UCLA. Fifth rounders were quarterback Clayton Toon from Houston, linebacker Owen Papo from uh, Auburn, sixth round. Um, they got two guys, Keytrail Clark from Louisville and defensive tackle Dante Stills from West Virginia. So um, overall, the Cardinals look to be like a big, you know, future rebuild team. Not sure what's happening with Kyler Murray. The Rams trying to, you know, actually use the picks instead of F them picks. And then Seattle's a team that I think made a lot of, you know, improvements and instead of you know getting a future quarterback look to be building trying to build a juggernaut to match up with the uh, 49ers and outside of not really having a great run defense um last year not really getting guys to um fix that in the draft they for the most part did incredibly well do you think they can match up with the Niners this year and how do you feel about the division overall the Seahawks mm. and Niners again. Like, yeah. the, the picks that the Niners did still going to make them the powerhouse. 
Mm. But the Seahawks are that perfect kind of team that they can usually beat anybody. Just how how mm. they're structured. Their defense is nasty, and yeah. they got weapons, and they have a perfect system for what Geno is. And mm. the nice thing is, in a few years when Geno's gone, they they won't really have to like, un. It's it's a it's a kind of plan. You know, I mean, it's an mm. offense where they don't have to complicate it too much. Up yeah. a certain quarterback, it feels like. Uh, that being said, uh, the Rams, even though they won't, I don't think they'll do phenomenal this year, the Rams mm. Cardinals had a fantastic draft. You know, like mm. the Rams had a ton of picks this year. They are filling holes. Uh, if I, if from what I've heard is correct, like McVay mm. did agree to, because he almost retired and had yeah. a cushy job in uh, mm. broadcasting. But like, mm. I guess um, Kroenke did some kind of deal where he had like full kind of control yeah. of the team to kind mm. of build it in his way so it, it, it's going to be exciting it, it, I don't think they're going to have a great they may have a decent year this year but not a great mm-hmm. one Cardinals obviously you know Murray's probably not going to be back to at least the I don't know the second half of the year at, yeah. at least mm-hmm. that being said I really love what they did with the drafts they know mm-hmm. that hey our quarterback's been seriously banged up we're going to get a, a powerful we, we moved up mm-hmm. uh, like if I remember, they moved back and then, yeah, they moved back and they moved up um, <clears throat> to get protection for him. And next year, they already have 10 picks mm-hmm. for next year, which was incredible. And that's honestly why I think they yeah. will trade Hopkins because mm-hmm. you can probably get Hopkins for, at best, they want a two, but like at worst, you'll get two threes and, mm-hmm. you know, two twos. Uh, I'm sorry, not two, 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 uh, two threes and maybe like two sixes or something like that. So they, mm. they're going to probably have like a huge Trevor Trove of, of draft choices for next year's, uh, you know, draft. And the mm. beauty of having two uh, first round picks is, you know, they're not going to have a great record next year. So that means yeah. they can. Move and Houston might not either. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And mm. they, you know, if there's teams in the draft that need one of the quarter like one of the top quarterbacks in the yeah. draft that means the Cardinals can pick up extra weapons for uh for Kyler for 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 the next year. Mm. So uh I'd say the whole division great drafting. However, they you know, I, I don't see the Rams or Cardinals making it, but uh it's I think the, the Niners will win the uh win the division. But the Seahawks will definitely be a wild card. But there could, you know, just because it is such a nasty kind of team, it kind of they feel like an AFC AFC North team. You know, they're just mm. they're built so rough and tough they can take on anybody. So there, there could be mm. a chance they could win the division. But I think it's going to go with San Fran, though. Yeah, right. yeah, yep. I agree with that. Um, so the back to the AFC, we go to the AFC South with the. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, who traded down um, twice from 25 and then 25 to 27 um, from the 24th pick. So they got offensive tackle Anton Harris from Oklahoma. Mayfield, big need with Cam Robinson, set to be suspended. Not sure how long for PD suspension. Second round, tight end Brenton Strange from Penn State. Third round, running back Tank Bigsby from Auburn. Fourth round, linebacker Ventrell Miller from Florida. Um, also in the fourth round, Tyler Lacey, defensive end from Oklahoma State. In the fifth round, Yasir Abdullah, edge from Louisville. Cornerback slash safety, Antonio Johnson, Texas A&M. 
Um, in the sixth, wide receiver Parker Washington fouled with them from Penn State. Then also cornerback Christian Raswell from Rutgers. Safety Eric Hallett from Pittsburgh. In the seventh, offensive tackle, offensive tackle excuse me, Cooper Hodges from Appalachian State. Defensive tackle Raymond Vahosik from North Carolina. Defensive end Derek Parrish from Houston. Um, the second place team in the AFC South, their first pick, um, the Tennessee Titans, their first pick was offensive tackle slash guard Peter Skoronsky from Northwestern. Um, and they again traded up with Arizona to get the number 33 pick to select quarterback Will Levis from Kentucky. Um, third round running back Tajay Spears from Tulane. Um, fifth round pick Josh Wiley from uh, Cincinnati. Sixth round Offensive tackle Jalen Duncan from Maryland and seventh round wide receiver Colton Dowell from Tennessee Martin. The uh, excuse me, the Indianapolis Colts had the fourth pick in the draft and they took um, uber talented quarterback Anthony Richardson from Florida. Um, second round cornerback Julius Brents from Kansas State. Uh, wide receiver Josh Downs from. Uh, North Carolina, who the Bills were supposedly interested in at the end of the first round and maybe in the second. Um, and he had like an emotional call on uh, when he got the um, drafted from uh, the Colts. And apparently him and Anthony Richardson even worked out before they started practicing together. So that'll be a fun combo. Um, offensive tackle, Blake Freeland, the fourth round from BYU. Um, also in the fourth round, Edito Miwa. Edebaware, defensive tackle from Northwestern. Fifth round, a bunch of guys. Um, cornerback Darius Rush from South Carolina. Safety Daniel Scott from um, California. Running back Evan Hall from Northwestern. And tight end Will Mallory from uh, Miami. Um, Esteem Richards, offensive tackle from North Carolina. Linebacker Titus Leo, linebacker from Wagner. And those are the sixth round picks. And the seventh round, Jalen Jones from Texas A&M at corner and Jake Quitt off the tackle from Northern Michigan. And then the last team in the AFC South was the Houston Texans. Um, Texans took with the second pick, C.J. Stroud, quarterback from Ohio State, trade up from 12 to 3 for defensive end uh, edge player Will Anderson from Alabama. Second round, cornerback Penn State, um, Juice Scruggs. Third round, Tank Dell, wide receiver Houston. Uh, Dylan Horton, edge TCU. Um, Henry Toa Toa from Alabama is a linebacker. Uh, Jared Patterson um, in the sixth round from Notre Dame at center. Wide receiver Xavier Hutchinson from Ohio State. And then in the seventh round, Brandon Hill, uh, safety from Pittsburgh. So uh, the AFC South, it does kind of feel like Jacksonville has um, all of a sudden had the division after going from number one pick back-to-back years and getting in the playoffs last year. They had Calvin Ridley to the mix at receiver, him coming off suspension. Um, And then the rest of the teams are kind of in flux at the quarterback situation. Um, Two rookies in um, Stroud and... Richardson drafted very high, and then the Titans, they drafted Malik Willis last year in the third, Levis in the second, and Tannehill has one year left on his deal, and it's coming off injury, not a great year, so do you feel, how do you feel this division is right now? Um, first, I really 
I think mm-hmm. this is going to be the Jaguars' division mm-hmm. this year. They, yeah. they're, they're already on fire, like he's catching on fire, but mm-hmm. now Calvin Ridley's off suspension. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, technically, he's is his last year, but I, I can guarantee he'll get get a long extension there. They got plenty of cap. Uh, they're firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Titans, uh, I think they'll just missed out in the playoffs possibly like they're kind of doing like a mm. soft rebuild as yeah. you said you know Tannehill's kind of on his way out they don't have many phenomenal receiving weapons yeah. like like steady ones but you know mm-hmm. and of course you got Derrick Henry who I'm sure will help them win a, a fair bit of games uh mm-hmm. their defense is solid so but again I just just because that quarterback's flux as you mentioned yeah I think this might be a a tough, tough year for them. This like, mm-hmm. I could see it maybe like Tannehill will play maybe in the first half of the year, possibly, and then if if he doesn't do well enough, Levis will kind of slide in. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think they're going to be smart and let Levis uh, sit for a while. Uh, yeah. With the Colts and the and the Texans, uh, they're they're definitely going through like a, a rebuild year. This is going to be kind mm-hmm. of like a. Just you know, a trial trial year uh, for the Colts quarterback. I, I really hope they'll let Martin mm. Minshew play the first few games, just because he mm. he's the one quarterback that from I've been I was seeing from the analysts and stuff. Mm. That he's kind of like a Josh Allen. He's kind of like yeah. a project quarterback. Mm. So you're, you're gonna, I think you would let him sit for a while, but I, I think that they're gonna have a, t- mm. uh, a tougher year. I think the Colts might be the last, just because. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Texans, even though they have a young team, they they've they got a lot of uh, offensive pieces this mm-hmm. year to uh, I think edge out the Colts. And yeah. uh, speaking of the Texans, uh, I think they have a bright, a potentially bright future. You know, it's, I, mm-hmm. I'm still amazed how they did that. They moved out, then moved right back in mm-hmm. to get the the number one defensive player. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he, you got Robert Woods, who will be a good, mm-hmm. you know, receiver, mm-hmm. very solid receiver. Um, and Dalton Schultz is a great weapon. Yeah. So they're going to have an interesting year. So you know, uh, I still think it's it's going to go to the Jaguars. I can't, I yeah. can't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, unless some, unless the Titans get lucky, I don't mm-hmm. think they'll get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I maybe would switch. Colts and Texans, but it's kind of like, you know, which young quarterback adjusts first, which one plays, because Richardson at least has that running ability that if you pair that with a Jonathan Taylor, those two can, at least in the running game, go off now. That's, that's true, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I feel like that division's kind of um, pretty similar ideas from both of us on there. Um, the NFC South, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won it with a whopping eight and nine regular season record, and then got bounced on the first round. Tom Brady retires. You know, they get at pick 19 at defensive tackle Kalijah Kansi from Pittsburgh. Trade up in the second round for offense taddy, or excuse me, offensive guard Cody Mock from North Dakota State. Um, third round, linebacker Yaya Diaby from Louisville. Center, Sir Vosia Dennis from Pittsburgh. Fifth rounder, um, Tight end Payne Duran from Purdue. Sixth round cornerback Josh Hayes from Kansas State. Wide receiver Trey Palmer from Nebraska. And then defensive end Josh Ramirez from Eastern Michigan. They sign Sean Tucker um, from Syracuse, a running back. 
as an undrafted free agent who um, had a medical issue, and that's why he didn't um, get picked um, very super high. Um, the New Orleans Saints, um, they took a defensive tackle, Brian Brzee, um, from Clemson with the 29th pick um, from the Sean Payton trade. Uh, defensive end Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame in the second round. Uh, running back Kendra Miller from TCU in the third. Uh, offensive tackle uh, Nick Saldivari from Old Dominion in the fourth, along with quarterback Jake Hayner from Fresno State. Fifth round, safety Jordan Howden from Minnesota. Wide receiver A.T. Perry from Wake Forest. And then the uh, he was in the sixth round. And then seventh round, center Alex Forsyth, excuse me, from Oregon. Uh, the Carolina Panthers um, were third in the division. They moved up um, to get from number nine um, quarterback Bryce Young from Alabama. Um, second round, wide receiver Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss, who apparently um, Steve Smith helped them make that decision in drafting him. I looked at all the receivers in the draft and we liked him. Third round, DJ Johnson. Edge from Oregon, fourth round guard Chandler Savala from NC State, and then fifth round Jamie Robinson from Florida State. And then the um, team that finished last in the AFC South, the Atlanta Falcons, they get the um, consensus top running back, running back Bijan Robinson from Texas, guard Matthew Bergeron from Syracuse in the second round, defensive end Zach Harrison from Ohio State in the third. Um, Cornerback Clark Phillips from Utah in the fourth round. And the seventh round, they got safety DeMarco Hillams from Alabama and Jovan Ginn from South Carolina at offensive line. So the NFC South was, you know, the worst division in football last year. I feel like the teams have, you know, made a bunch of moves to get better in the Panthers, getting a new coaching staff with Frank Reich. Um... And then the Saints getting Derek Carr at quarterback. Um, how do you view this division? Um, I kind of look at it as if Derek Carr is a great quarterback and proves it, it's going to be Saints 1, and then it's kind of like a mix of teams. Um, but how do you see it? I, I was I was thinking that um, it's going to be close between the Saints, and this might be a surprise, the Panthers, just because mm-hmm. I'm looking at the rosters, and... The Panthers actually mm. have very solid receiving yeah. options. You got you got Thielen and Shark. Mm. Uh, I just got a, and they uh, got uh, Sanders. Mm. He's a good running back, and uh, as a fantasy player, Chuba Hubbard is a, is a surprisingly solid running back. Yeah, and and, and then you, but then you look at the Saints. You know, Michael Thomas has, the past few years has been injured to, ha- to mm. hell. Pardon mm. my French. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alave is still pretty good, but then at the same time, though, we have no idea what's going to happen with Alvin yeah, Kamara. Yeah, th- th- That's the only reason why I think, mm. you know, I could see the Pan- – this is this is my opinion. I think the Panthers are going to win it just because mm. they have enough weapons and mm. if they want to play it safe, as Andy Dalton showed last year, yeah. I-, I think they could win it. It, it. Like even if Andy starts most of the season – just because of the division they're in right now, just because even though the Saints have a very great defense, you know, just their offense right now, I just I, I just do not know how it's going to work out. Like, is Thomas going to bounce back? 
you know, mm. will he still be as good after all these injuries? And yeah. then going, uh, the, the, the worst team mm. I think that drafted in this division was the Falcons. Just mm. like, don't get me wrong, the, the, mm. the kid they drafted that running back, he, he is absolutely yeah. a generational running back. Yeah. But the one thing you had going for you last year was your running game. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he will do great, but like, mm-hmm. this is their, they have Tyler Heineke and Desmond Ritter as yeah. their QBs. Like, Tyler Heineke might be the, the starting, he's probably the starting quarterback, unless Ritter mm-hmm. can somehow pull some surprises. And you look at the receiving options, they're, is their number, their top two people are London and Hollins. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they do have Kyle Pitts, but I just, I don't think they have a good enough quarterback to really yeah. make that offense mm. work. And then mm. with the Buccaneers, um, they 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 still have a stellar defense, mm. you know. That, that, mm. And you know, but I just we'll, we'll see. You know, what? I I will say that I I, ha- I did forget about Baker. Um, mm. This could be a question mark. I mean, I, yeah. I will say they still have Evans and Godwin. Yeah. Um, I, I just I don't know how to feel that I'm I'm just gonna go. I know it's crazy, but I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be the Panthers mm-hmm. that might end up winning this. But uh, I can be totally wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, this was like you said the, the worst division in football last year. So mm-hmm. I really think anything is possible with this division. But it, it will be exciting to watch. I think. Yeah, definitely agree on that. And uh, the uh, Falcons definitely put a lot of weapons, or at least you know, a great run game and you know, a couple first rounders at the receiver and tight end position. So I think they said start out saying it's going to be um, Ritter to at least start out. And then, you know, but it's kind of a big prove it year for him because if he doesn't, then they might look to get one of those top quarterbacks in the draft next year. But the South is going to be very interesting. You might just hit hit the nail on the coffin there. Maybe Mm. that's what they were thinking. Like, okay, let's get one more high-powered generational running back mm-hmm. for the system, and let's see how the kid does. And if not, we'll just we'll, mm-hmm. s- we'll stick this year, but we'll try to get a quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that is the NFC South. Now we go back to the FC for the AFC North. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals, they made the um, AFC Championship, lost to um, Cincinnati um, with 28th pick. They got defensive end Miles Murphy from Clemson. Second round cornerback DJ Turner from Michigan. Third round safety Jordan Battle from Alabama. Fourth round wide receiver Charlie Jones out of Purdue. Fifth round running back Chase Brown from Illinois. Um, wide receiver Andre Iazovas from Princeton. Um, Brad Robbins, um, sixth round punter from Michigan. And in the seventh round, they got safety DJ Ivory from uh, Miami. And then the um, they signed quarterback Trevor Simeon uh, to be, at least as of right now, their backup as they lost Brandon Allen to the 49ers. Um, the Baltimore Ravens, they made sure to give um, Lamar Jackson a record contract, five years, $260 million. Um, they get in the first round wide receiver Zay Flowers from Boston College uh, did not have a second rounder due to Roquan Smith. They get linebacker um, Trenton Simpson from Clemson, uh, Tavius Robinson, uh, edge player from Ole Miss in the fourth, fifth round 
Caillou Blue Kelly from Stanford at corner, offensive tackle Meli Sala or Nave Lalu from Oregon, and then seventh round guard Andrew Voorhees from USC. Um, so that is the Baltimore Ravens draft. The next team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that's your second team. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. They trade up from 17 to 14 for offensive tackle Broderick Jones from Georgia. Um, with the second round pick, they acquired in Chase Claypool trade. The first pick in the second round, cornerback Joey Porter Jr., um, the son of standout um, linebacker Joey Porter, who was great for so many years in uh, Steelers, Steelers uh, black and gold. Uh, defense tackle Keanu Benton from Wisconsin was also second-round pick. Uh, Third-round pick Darnell Washington, um, tight end from Georgia, big, hulking, blocking tight end. Um, Nick Herbig, um, edge from Wisconsin in the fourth. In the seventh round, they got cornerback Corey Trice from Purdue and uh, offensive tackle Spencer Anderson from Maryland. And then the um, Cleveland Browns, they did not pick until the third round during the Deshaun Watson trade and then trading down from the second to third round as part of the Elijah Moore trade. They got wide receiver Cedric Tillman from Tennessee um, with the 74th pick. Also in the third round, defensive tackle Siaki Ika from Baylor. Fourth round, offensive tackle Daywan Jones from Iowa State. Edge Isaiah McGuire from Missouri. Um, fifth round, Dorian Thompson Robinson from UCLA. Cameron Mitchell, cornerback, Northwestern, also in the fifth round, and then center, Ohio State, um, Luke Whipler. So that is the AFC North. Um, I know it's been the Bengals' division the last two years, but it's all, you know, related to health and other things like that. But I do think that, you know, the three other teams in this division can give them some trouble this year. Um, How do you handicap the AFC North? The thing I love about this division is Mm. it it feels like it's the last true division of, like, it feels like it's still back Mm. in the 1960s or 70s. This is the toughest Mm. division in football. It's always, like, a backyard fight. And I can honestly see potentially any team winning this division this year. Uh, I I still think you you do have to put the Bengals still at number one. They got that incredible three-man uh, receiving team. I do know they're having issues with their running back right now. Yeah, Joe Mixon. Uh, yeah. Joe Mixon. Uh, but they, you know, had a pretty solid draft. Uh, mm-hmm. Baltimore, uh, you, you got to give them props. They finally did what's best for business, mm-hmm. and they 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 did a pretty good compromise with Lamar. I think they gave him more of a signing bonus than a guarantee, yeah. if I remember correctly. And then. We're like, we're like, hey, well, we're going to sign uh, OBJ for a year. Yeah. Maybe I'll mm. turn to two. And then we drafted a, a high-end mm. receiver, Zay Flowers, in the first round. And they beefed up their defense again. So mm-hmm. this is, if anyone th- thinks I'm crazy saying any team could win this division, just remember mm-hmm. the Ravens last year in the playoffs without Lamar Jackson almost yeah. beat the Bengals. Yep. That's that's how tough this division is. Like, mm. they, 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 one of these teams could be the greatest team of all time and almost be undefeated, and I would not mm. be surprised if someone in this division were to beat them, just because mm. they know each other that much. Uh, as a Steelers fan, uh, I, I love what they did. They mm. they knew that they needed to protect Kenny 
uh, Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. Um, they went up and they got they they got Broderick Jones, which I loved. Uh, they also did the traditional Steelers thing, getting a so- solid player that ha- has family ties to the organization, uh, Joey Porter Jr. Uh, it kind of gave me a few old moment mm. where they showed yeah. him as a little kid when uh, <laughs> yeah. his dad won the, the Super Bowl against mm. the Seahawks. Yeah. But uh, th- th- that's a team that, again, mm. there's most of the times I will say yes that you don't you need a top ten, top five mm. quarterback to win the Super Bowl and stuff. But teams like the Steelers, like they're always mm. the, those teams that can get in there, like the 2000 Ravens did. Um, the Browns, um, they're mm. the biggest question mark. Yeah. They do have some weapons, and if, if Watson, it seemed like he was kind of brushing the dust off. Yeah. You know, again, this is at all the, I think they're always going to be an asterisk over him. Yeah. But we're just, mm. just talking from a player yeah. perspective. I think if, if he has any of that playing ability left, he's going to mm. be pretty solid. Yeah. So, um, I'll be honest. It, this is the one division mm-hmm. I cannot guarantee. Like again, this is a way too early prediction of who wins the division, but mm-hmm. it's it's going to be tough for me. Um, I will say the Bengals did lose some cornerbacks uh, also in the off season, but uh, hmm, uh, I, I think I, I still might give it to mm-hmm. the Bengals. Just you know, uh, uh, just Joe Joe Burrow's just on fire. Yeah. He's probably going to mm-hmm. get his. Uh, as they say, the big boy contract soon. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be exciting football nonetheless. Yeah. They do, for whatever reason, they have, like, I think, under Burrow, one and four against Cleveland. You know, whenever the Ravens don't have great corners and they did sign Rakias in at corner, so maybe they'll be slightly better at corner. They, you know, the Bengals obviously expose them, but, um, you know, they their games are usually tough as well. And then Steelers, you know, they you bring a tough brand of football as well. Can they match up the firepower? But yeah, it's definitely a division that, um, you know, with the Bengals having a decent draft, but also losing two Pro Bowl safeties, it it's going to be very interesting to see how that. That's goes. right. I, I apologize. Not mm. not the quarterbacks. I meant to say the safeties. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. No uh, so we go. I believe this is our last division, the um, NFC North. The Minnesota Vikings, uh, with the 23rd pick in the first round, took wide receiver Jordan Addison from USC. Um, third round, cornerback Makai Blackman from USC as well. Um, in the third round, and then the fourth round, safety Jay Ward from LSU. Two fifth rounders, defensive tackle Jacqueline Roy from LSU. Quarterback Jaron Hall from BYU. In the seventh round, maybe a potential steal running back, uh, Dwayne McBride from UAB. I believe he was the leading rusher in all of FBS last year, so in all of Division One college football. Um, may or may not have something happen there with, uh, um, what's his name, uh, Dalvin Cook um, with the capage they have. Uh, running back for the Detroit Lions with the 12th pick. They originally were at six, then traded down to 12. Um, they get running back Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama, 18th pick, um, linebacker Jack Campbell from Iowa, um, tight end from Iowa um, in the second round, Sam Laporta, safety Brian Branch from Alabama was their other second round pick. In the third round, they trade up to get quarterback Kenan Hooker from Tennessee. Um, 
trade up also for Broderick Martin, defense tech from Western Kentucky. Fifth round, they get Colby Sorsdahl, off the tech from William and Mary. And the seventh, they get Antoine Green, wide receiver from North Carolina. The Green Bay Packers, as we talked about before, they move on from Aaron Rodgers. They move up from 15 to number 13 in the draft. They get um, uh, excuse me, defensive end uh, Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. Uh, tight end Luke Musgrave with the second round pick they got from the Jets. Um, also a second rounder, wide receiver Jaden Reed from Michigan State. Tight end Tucker Craft in the third round. Um, so from South Dakota State, so double dipping at that position. Fourth round, defensive end edge Colby Wooden from um, Auburn. Quarterback Sean Clifford from Penn State. Um, wide receiver Dontavian Wicks from Virginia. Um, defense tackle Carl Brooks from Bowling Green. Those were their fifth round picks. In the sixth round, Anders Carlson from Auburn, a kicker. In the seventh round, they got four picks. Carrington Valentine from Kentucky at corner. Lou Nichols running back from Central Michigan. Safety Anthony Johnson Jr. from Iowa State. And then wide receiver Grant DeBose from Charlotte. And then the um, Chicago Bears, who originally had the number one pick, but then traded down to number nine with Carolina. And then on draft night, they trade from nine to 10 um, with the Philadelphia Eagles and gain a future fourth round pick. Um, They get often tackle um, Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Um, Second round, they go defensive tackle Gervin Dexter from Florida, cornerback Tyreek Stevenson from Miami. Third round, uh, defensive tackle Zach Pickens from South Carolina. Um, in the fourth round, they get Roshan Johnson from Texas, a running back who was B. John Robinson's backup and did a lot of the dirty work, but he played really well, averaged six yards a carry. Fourth round, wide receiver Tyler Scott from Cincinnati. Fifth round, they go linebacker Noah Sewell from Oregon and cornerback Terrell Smith from Minnesota. And the seventh round, they get Travis Bell, defensive lineman from Kennesaw State, and safety Kendall Williamson from Stanford. So the North may be like the most influx division because you have the um, Vikings who went 13-4 but had a negative point differential, went 11-0 in the regular season in close games. So there's a high variance there. Um, normally, you're not great year-to-year in close games. Detroit is the team that at the end of the year they went from one six to nine and eight and were just outside the playoffs. Um, they invested a bunch of high picks in this draft, um, not positional value per se, but positions that um, they get great big playability from, and they already have a bunch of great big playability from the Packers. Again, in transition, going from Aaron Rodgers to the Jordan Love era, can they go? Hall of Fame quarterback to Hall of Fame quarterback to another Hall of Fame quarterback. I haven't seen it yet, but we'll see. And then I think the Bears have a chance to be the surprise team and go from, you know, do what Jacksonville did last year where they went from like three wins to, you know, in the playoffs. I don't know if playoffs are there for the Bears, but I certainly can see them be an eight-win team or something like that. Um, how do you feel about all these teams in the North and how it'll shake out? Well, uh, the one big thing is... Uh... As the saying goes, the king is dead. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. it's just Aaron Rodgers is mm-hmm. not in that division anymore. It's just yeah. insane thinking about that. Um, 
I think I think it's going to be the Packers as the worst team. Just mm. again, they're they're going to they're in a transitional year. Even though they got Aaron off the books, you know, mm-hmm. they still don't. You know, they don't have the team fully built to what love is. So this is kind of like a feeler yeah. kind of year, I think, just to mm. fill the team out. Yeah. I don't think they'll change much on defense because they're, they're mm-hmm. they have a pretty solid unit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vikings are, seems to be shedding like old talent. Yeah. You know, they they still have a very high powered offense. I, I know. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're as good as they as they their record was. Yeah. Again, because the, the minus point differential, but they they do they, they do have good options there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only. I think Kirk Cousins will only take you so far. Yeah. So I, I think they're going to stay with him for the next couple of years and just mm-hmm. wait it out, you know, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think I could see them being wild card. Um, uh, the Bears, like as you said, uh, they they could possibly eke into the wild card round. I, I don't mm-hmm. think they they're good. They they have a lot of great weapons now from the from the draft and yeah. from trades. You know. And I think I'm an Ohio State fan. My dad's mm. from Ohio, so mm. I think I think he that the young kids could have an incredible year. Mm. That defense is nasty as the as the Bears always are, especially with Terrain Edmonds there. Mm. Uh, so they're going to be a tough team, but I'm going to go with the Lions. Just they're mm-hmm. just built like the Bills. They're building a culture there. Yeah. And I I love it. And their culture is a little bit di- na- different. It's like a, like a nasty like like as a mm. You saw Hard Knocks last year. Yeah. I'm, mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chew your knee, kneecaps off. Um, <laughs> yeah. At, at first, I was confused by their overall first overall pick, but mm. you know, if, if the, the running back scheme there is fantastic, yeah. All and the rest of the team, the rest of the positions are humming perfectly. So, I, I kind of went back to what I was thinking. You know, if that really, you really think that'll t- take you over the hump, then. I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, I think it's going to be the Lions division this year. I kind of, mm. I, have a, I, have, I have a soft spot for them. You know, they're mm. like the Bills, uh, except for even worse of how long they were, you know, not doing well in and out of the drought. Um, and, you know, they're a blue-collar city similar to Buffalo. So they're a, a very, very tough city. And I also commend them because they're getting rid of that artificial turf finally. Yeah. Mm. But, uh it's, it's going to be a fun division. Now, the only team I don't see see doing that well is the Packers. I think mm. the Packers are going to go through a rebuild year, and I and like you know an identity year. But the mm. other two teams, uh, the Vikings and Bears, can make the playoffs. I think as well. Mm. Yeah, I do think it'll be interesting if you know the Lions. They had that weird gambling thing, and you know I think it was kind of a weird rule that Jameson Williams got suspended for, where it was like, oh, he bet on college games, which is illegal, but. Oh, yeah. as well yeah yeah but if he can somehow be healthy and ready for them and they're not too bad at the first six games you have him going deep got him on rusty brown underneath the tight end hopefully he's good from iowa sam laporta and then jameer gibbs with that four three speed in that dome that that that'll be like a ton of fun to watch with all the speed they have on the field so yeah i would i hoping the detroit does the best out of that division and feel like they have the most talent, but it's just anytime you believe in the lions, um, they're not quite as good as you hope them to be for the most part, but I do feel like there's a chance that they actually live up to it this year. Yeah. It's, it's going to be the, the NFC North going to be a very exciting year, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, guys, this has been a very mm-hmm. fun episode, uh, you know, going over the different drafts and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is unfortunately the time where it's a little dead, you know, mm-hmm. with, with NFL news, so to speak. But you know, you you get some things mm-hmm. here and there. Yeah. So, uh, gonna be looking forward to the summertime for a mm-hmm. training camp yeah. and uh, the preseason. Definitely, yeah. And uh, I think the only two moves we can say are. Buffalo getting Puna Ford and uh, Latavius Murray, but you know there could still be moves with teams having a little more cap space. Maybe they make a couple cuts. Who knows? Uh, the, the one thing I did want to mm-hmm. comment is uh, I did forget. Like, in one way, I can still see the Hopkins trade happening. Is John? Uh, mm-hmm. John, sorry, Brandon get get a couple extra picks for next year's draft. So mm-hmm. yeah. you know anything's possible, and uh, it's. Uh, it's the NFL. There's always surprises. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's going to do it for this episode, guys. This is Andy. And this has been Robin. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great week.